Welcome to the Guys from Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's first question comes to us via at Sean Cord. Lisa wants us to talk about our favorite female superheroes or female superheroes who need their own movies. Now, we could have separated these two apart, but... There's a very good chance that 90% of this conversation needs to be driven by me and me helping Dave along with this. Uh So we kind of thought that maybe attaching them together might be a good idea. That way we could talk about, like, hey, Dave, there's this superhero that I really like. What do you think about this for a movie? And we could actually get a conversation out of that. Sure. Instead of Sean just talking about female superheroes and me sitting back being like, well, she sounds cool. What are her superpowers? (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) <laughs> Although that would have been funny if we had done that the entire time. <laughs> God, that would have been the worst podcast ever. Uh, Although my solo camping one might be up there. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's doing well. People are listening to great. it. Great. Well, so. tis the season. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, that's... And, and that, that makes perfect sense. And I feel like a lot of female superheroes probably should have their own movies. There I, are, I have a list, yeah. Yeah, so... They, the two kind of go hand in hand together. Yeah, exactly. And I was going to try and do a list, but there's a lot of female superheroes, you guys, which is great. I just didn't know that there were that many out there. Well, and you don't really read comics. No. So this is a hard topic for you to do something like this on, where it's just like, before we even got started, I was like, so Dave, why don't we talk about Zatanna some? <laughs> and you were like, ah, I remember playing her in that game we played once. <laughs> Injustice Gods Among Us. That's the one? Yep. That, is that DC and Marvel? Like, That's just DC. Just DC. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I remember like at one point you were going through all the different characters and you're like, that's Satana's like, cool. What does she do? She's a magician. Yeah. And then you kicked my ass with her. Yeah. I like Satana in the game a lot. She's really good. <laughs> yeah. Because she's fast, but like has these cool tricks and like the magic wand and the cards and just, yeah. Yeah. I think I beat you once in that game. The entire yep. time we played it, I think he beat you once, and I got really excited. Yeah, you were Catwoman, yeah. and I was, like, Doomsday something, or yeah. Bane or something like that. So, like, I was really fast, and you were really slow. Yeah. You needed to get me get close to me so you could basically pummel me, and I just, like, kind of jumped and yeah. tore at you. So, yeah. And it was still close. It was... Oh, my. But, I'm so bad at that game. But I'd also played, like... I think you had played 150 rounds when I had already come <laughs> in, and I would played two. It was like... Yeah. All right, I'm going to get slaughtered. But it was it's mostly just for hanging out and seeing yeah. superheroes in a su- superhero fighting game. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining. So who is Satana again? Where what is she, where does she come from? Or is that just DC? Okay. She's not She's in like she's in a variety of the teams always shift in that sure. sort of stuff. So she's Justice League, she's Justice League Dark some. Like there's oh, okay. it rotates. Okay. She's gotcha. a magician. Okay. But she's a good person. Yep. Like, she's not, like, Doomsday or somebody who... No. No, no, no. Okay. She's a hero. But <clears throat> okay. there's, like, there's a gray area with her a little bit. Okay. As well. And you know I like Doctor Strange. So, the like, I always kind of am into the magic side of it. Sure. For whatever reason. I just think it's neat because it never feels weird when they're doing something with the magician. It's like, oh, yeah, they're magic. They can do that. Fine. Right. That makes sense. So. Okay. So, so she's up there. Um, Okay. Now, is there a possibility that we see her in, like, a Doctor Strange movie or something like that? Well, she's the other company. Like, a DC movie, you mean? Like, Justice League? Right, yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine they're gonna put her in Justice League, but maybe. Okay, how well known is Zatanna? Not top tier. Okay. Okay, that's kind of what I figured. Like, even looking at this list is like, uh, there's a lot who are around, but, like, I mean... 
if you look at a list of female superheroes, it's like, okay, that's a lot of female superheroes, and then there's male superheroes on top of that. I can't keep track of all these people. <laughs> it's remarkable how many superheroes there are. Yeah. And then there are some, like, in, in oh my god, I'm blanking. My memory is terrible right the Avengers. now. Avengers. No, the, the bad guy, the, the, the Suicide Squad. Okay. And Suicide Squad, technically, like, they're anti-heroes, right? Yep. So would that make Harley Quinn a superhero? She's actually on my top ten list because she does yeah. kind of walk the line and they do Harley Quinn where she is good, okay. quote-unquote. Because I saw that name on the list of, like, because I was at, on, like, superheroes and villains at one point and was like, Harley Quinn. But I was like, okay, she's in Suicide Squad, so she could be a, a superhero, but she's also, like, in love with the Joker, so she's a villain, but... I kind of want to put her on there because I love Harley Quinn. Yeah. In, like, the very little that I know about her, but... Fair. Well, in a week, Suicide Squad comes out. Perfect. So you can see Margot Robbie play. Amazing. I'm very excited for that. And it's one of the reasons why I love Harley Quinn as much as I do, because Margot Robbie's portrayal, like, even just in the in the trailers, I'm like, she's gorgeous and playing, like... And it looks fun. It really looks it really fun. It looks fun. Re- like, everything I've seen up to this point looks fun. Like, it's one of those ones that... After the first trailer, after the second trailer, I'm just more and more excited about this movie. Yeah. And we finally get to find out what that eyeball with a gun is. Totally! <laughs> Can you imagine if that was, like, if that was... Just even for make the, the trailer? Cut? Yeah, I'd be like, so oh, bad. But, but we reacted to that so long ago. <laughs> We've been waiting eight months for that. Oh, come on, DC. Uh, so I was a, like I'm easily able to do a top ten list. Sure. So I think the way we're going to do this is we'll just go from my honorable mentions on the way up, and we'll just chat about it. Great. Kind of like we did when we were talking about like superheroes and terrible superpowers, and and you just have this list, and then you tell me about them. Although I can't make fun of them as much because they're better superheroes than. Yeah, this isn't like the awful weird like the. Yeah. What was the guy? Red B? Something The like guy that. who had, like, one B in his belt <laughs> that he could talk to? There's Matter Eater Lad. That was so fun. Uh, so it's going to be like that, where you're going to be doing a lot of the, this is this person, this is what they're capable of, but then we can do a dialogue after that. So, yeah, hit me! Uh, so my honorable mentions are Gamora, who you know from Guardians of yeah, the Galaxy. I do. I think, in, like, an individual Gamora film could be fun. That could, that and could, I like Gamora. Yeah. Well, and I like the the actress who plays her because she was also Zoe Saldana. Yeah, yeah, because she plays. Um, She's Ohura in the new Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's where I first saw her, and I was like, for those of you who can't see it, what generally happens is Dave closes his eyes and holds out a hand, <laughs> and then I tell him what he's thinking. Because what I think is that. I can like I can picture her. I'm like she's in this movie, and I'm trying to think of the character, and I don't know why my hand is out, but I'm like, it's gonna fall into my palm here, yeah. And then it does in the, the form sense of that... me telling you what it is, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think a Gamora movie would be very cool. Yeah, like she is so of the. I mean, I guess you have um, Drax, who is all about revenge Vengeance. for his family. Yeah, which I get, but like Gamora has such a different version of, of vengeance. Yep. And I think to see what she could do to... I don't... Oberon? No, it's not Oberon. That's a... Am I close? Who's o- the big o- guy? Thanos? Thanos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oberon is the king of in uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. yeah. That's a Shakespeare character. Ah, <laughs> uh, shows what I'm thinking. Close, though. Uh, Thanos. Yeah. Because uh, who was the, the one that they killed in the... 
And Guardians? Yeah. That's Ronan. Ronan. Damn it. Okay. So, so many characters that I have to keep track of. So, Thanos, <laughs> like, she has such a vendetta against Thanos. Yeah, because she... Or he destroyed her entire civilization. Yeah, so I mean, like, Drax, he lost his, his family. Yep. And that sucks, but Gamora lost everything. So if you could see her kind of going off in some other direction, like, very much like the Avengers, where you have the Guardians of the Galaxy, because those movies are so fun. Yeah. But you have Star-Lord in his own movie, or you have Rocket and Groot, but you have Gamora. That would be phenomenal. And she's such a good fighter. Like, she's so yeah. agile and just... Ruthless. I think it could be fun, or you do an origin, even. Sure. Or you, sh- you see Absolutely. her where yeah. Thanos is destroying and all of that sort of thing. It would be, that's, like, we're talking about a really nerd film, because that that's hard to sell. Where it's like, here's an alien planet being destroyed by this alien, and this alien's the... So, it would, but I feel like a lot of people were pleasantly surprised by Guardians. And you slap Marvel on it, and people will go see it. Well, and you say this is the, a prequel to Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like a lot of people would... I, like I didn't know anything about Guardians, but now that I've seen the first one repeatedly, yeah, I would I would absolutely check out a, a Gamora prequel, yeah. or like an origin story, yeah, or yeah. just something separate. Absolutely, that'd be fine too. Yeah. Although they're kind of together now, so Guardians Two is coming what two years from now? If that, yeah, it, it won't be long. No, it's it's well in the process for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, they Kurt actually, Russell's in it. Yeah, they're on set and stuff. So yeah. it's probably next year. I think because Kurt Russell's gone, like he's done his part. I think. Yeah. So. It's got to be soon-ish. Yeah, I would. I would wager in a year we get Guardians Two. We get a Guardians Two. See, because that'll doing... be that will have been three years. Yeah, because it came out in fourteen. So, yeah, yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. There you go. I first, know. first one went okay. We're doing all right. Uh, second one's gonna be a little harder okay. for you. Um, the Green Lantern okay. universe. There are tons of women in it. Why not? If sure. we're rebooting Green Lantern, why not do not Hal Jordan? Why not do a Carol Ferris where she's a star sapphire? Which one? And that's somebody who holds the ring? Not a green ring, but, but yes. But like, holds a ring that you can still make. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. There And there's a ton of Green Lanterns that are female. Right. And they're awesome, but... So why, I mean, they're, as they're... it failed, why not try something completely different? Sure. Well, I mean, they, they stopped making Smallville, and now you have Supergirl. Like... Yeah. And I mean, why can't like Supergirl's a little bit more well known than Sure. Like if if we're talking about Droxel, uh, that doesn't have the same appeal as say Supergirl. <laughs> sure, but I'm just saying like they have rebooted DC Comics or DC like they they've rebooted Superman but with a girl. Yep. Why the hell not? I like that concept. Yeah. So it, it's the same basic principle as Green Lantern. There's there's the spectrum of colors, right? Okay. There's red through there's black and white as if you go through black as sure. not brightest day. Yeah. But there is red, which is rage. There's fear, which you know from the movie and all right. that sort of stuff, which is yellow and okay. like willpower. And there's love and there's compassion and there's all these other ones. Why not? Cool concept. I can get behind that. I don't know that I'd want another Hal Jordan. Right. Because we've had one and it just didn't work. Right. Maybe yeah. John Stewart. That would be okay. John Stewart's another Earth Green Lantern. He's a uh, he's retired though. Mm, he is, and he actually is in the. Oh really? <laughs> he's a military architect. So oh, his cool. instead of the freeform like Hal Jordan things that you saw in that. Yeah. His are all like based in architecture, so they're all cornered and they're all like schematically oh, precise. Cool. And, like it's an African American hero, so 
like DC gets a little bit more diverse than yeah. Cyborg, but still, like it's interesting stuff that's possible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That one was a little harder for you. Yeah. But we're okay. Yeah. Number ten's not going to be easy either. Okay. It's Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. It's entirely it sounds like the rural juror. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Good reference. Thank you. Okay, it's entirely ridiculous. Okay, and it, it sounds knows, like it, and it knows it's ridiculous. Oh, okay. it is tons of like squirrel and nut puns. Amazing. There was a report a couple weeks ago where Anna Kendrick was like putting the feeler out there she, that she's like, yeah, I'd like to play Squirrel Girl. I That's think that, why it sounds familiar. Yeah. I saw something about that. She has the proportional strength of a squirrel and can speak and kind of control squirrels. That's her powers. And they're just, it's ridiculous. And Are that's you all kidding it is. me? No. And Anna Kendrick would be perfect for that because she's got the tongue Very. in cheek. Like she's so... If you look up a picture of Squirrel Girl as well... Working on it? It would just be like, yeah, I could totally see that. That is a movie that I think, while we wouldn't necessarily be the target demographic for it, I still think it would be a ridiculous good time. She would be perfect for Squirrel Girl! Dave just saw a picture of Squirrel Girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! It's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. But there's nothing wrong with having a hard... Core, nothing but puns and silly superhero. Totally. I love puns. They're one of my favorite things. Yeah. I would go see... If you called the movie Puns, I don't care what it was. I would probably go see it. Yeah. So if it's a movie about nut and squirrel puns, I would absolutely yeah. go see that movie. It's a Plus, I that. would get... I would. I will watch almost anything Anna Kendrick does. There you go. Except I haven't seen Pitch Perfect yet. I've heard uh, it's really good, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get to it. So, yeah. Squirrel Girl. It's okay. completely ridiculous, but it knows it is. And so in that Deadpool kind of sense, whereas Deadpool's a lot more hard. Sure, yeah. This would be a little bit more family-friendly. Yes. Yeah, a little bit more accessible to younger girls. And yes. Amazing. Parents could actually go take their kids to this one and not seem like they're the worst parents in the world. Right. Amazing. Unless you're worried about your kids saying a lot of nut puns. Well, I guess depends. I mean... That could go two different ways. Driving you up the walnut? It writes itself! (laughs) (laughs) It would be hard to catch you. Catch you's different ones. Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying! (laughs) Off the top of my head, I'm like, oh, there's so many. I have the bladder the size of a Brazil nut. Actually, we just call them nuts here. (laughs) Then we got our Simpsons reference in. I know. Perfect. (laughs) How are we gonna do this? Oh, here we go. (laughs) Number nine is Emma Frost. I adore Emma Frost. Okay. X-Men? Okay. Um, she was evil, but in the later stuff, she switches sides. And I'm not going to get into all the storyline, because you're not going to follow along. I'm like, Genosha happens, and then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember when Genosha, and then, yeah. Okay. Strong telepath. Okay. Kind of like Professor X can turn her skin to diamond, and there's some, like, ice... It, depending on which... St- thread you go with. Sure. But mostly it's like telepath and hard skin and... Interesting. Like some cold power, but not... It well, and with the, the name flight. like Emma Frost, you feel like she would have to, but... It's because she's kind of an ice queen when she's evil. Ah, interesting. And, but, and then the diamond skin makes her look like ice. Sure, that makes sense. So Frost is diamond. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, she actually, she becomes the headmistress of Xavier's school. Oh. After Xavier leaves. Her and Scott, which okay. is Cyclops, yeah. runs the 
I said cyborg because we were just talking about DC, and I'm sure. like, Cy, Not, nope, yep. the I one, Klops. Yeah, and it's like last week when I couldn't remember if uh, George Kennedy's character was Dragnet or Dragline or Drag Race or whatever, yeah. you know. You get so it's like I got the first part. Yeah, exactly. It's that close. works. Yeah, drag something, Psy something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, well, Cyclops. Cyclops. Yeah, because yeah. they get together after Jean Grey's gone, right? Sure. So, man, he just he has a thing for mutants, hey? I guess yes. that makes sense. But <laughs> being with them the all the time, and but it's just like he kind of gets around that Scott with the two of them. Yes, Kate. I'm just on Wolverine's side, and I love Jean Grey, so... You're thinking movie-wise. Gotcha. Yeah. That's fair. You've met Emma Frost. Have I? Briefly. They didn't handle her very well. She was the blonde who was, like, chained up in the room, and then they're like, we're gonna pun it, like, we're gonna get this out of you, however, and then her skin changes to diamonds. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's Emma Frost. Okay. It wasn't a good handling yeah. of Emma Frost. She was fine, but they did nothing with her. Right, so. and that's the problem when you have that many characters to choose from in that in that X Men universe. Yeah, it's just like how do we get how do we jam pack as many of these mutants in here exactly without you know w- without ruining something. Yeah, and apparently it still got ruined with um who's the guy with the staff and the, the cards Gambit Gambit. Yeah, apparently a lot of people didn't love Gambit in one of the movies. I'm like, yeah, oh, whatever. yeah, whatever. It's hard. You can't please everybody. But then they're making a Gambit movie with Channing Tatum. Interesting. So, could be good. Yeah. I like Channing Tatum. Did he play Gambit in the first one? No. Okay. Can't remember who played him. Yeah, I don't remember. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, Channing Tatum could be good as Gambit. Yeah. Interesting. If they do, like, now that... Now that they're doing superhero movies better, but at the same time, X-Men are still owned by Fox. Right. And Fox did the Fantastic Four, which we will not speak about. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Eight... Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon. Commissioner Gordon's daughter. I I was going to guess that, actually. Okay. Uh, She is Batgirl for a while. Okay. Then, spoilers to comic books, Joker shoots her in the spine and paralyzes her. Whoa. And she becomes Oracle. So she's two different superheroes in the Batman universe. So in the the crappy... Joel Schumacher, is that who Alicia Silverstone plays? Uh, I try not to remember that movie. Gotcha, because I know she was Batgirl, but... So maybe? Okay. It doesn't really matter. We, um, we can look if you want. No, I don't really care enough. Okay. We can just talk about the character and not worry about anything Joel Schumacher's yeah. done to ruin... Batgirl. Okay. Yeah. Why the hell not? Yeah, and it's Commissioner Gordon's daughter, so it's still tied into the whole Gotham universe yeah. sort of deal. Which makes perfect sense. And yeah. then, like... I mean, Batman's getting old. He's being played by Ben Affleck. So, you know, Batman has to retire at some point. He is not immortal. So why couldn't you have... Like, that would be very interesting to see. Like, have a whole new... To be fair, that is covered in the books, but we won't get into that. Batman retiring and then other stuff happening. But yes. But as far as, like, if you want a way into getting Batgirl, because they seem to do Batman movies so well. Yep. You have Batman, but he's getting old, and so he takes on a, a protege. Yeah. And why, like, have it be Batgirl. Have it be Barbara Gordon so she's tied in with... I love that idea. Yeah. And then you also, you have a new Joker in Jared Leto. So you could yes! do... You could do the killing joke, which is what the book is called where they paralyze her. Wow. Okay, and then, so who is Oracle? Barbara Gordon. I know, but what what does... Oh, she's basically, she's tapped into Gotham City 
so she can help predict, like, help Batman through technology. Like, she's, if you ever play any of the Batman games, like, I bet you Derek probably did. It's like, Oracle, get me into this. Oh! That's Barbara Gordon. And so she's like a tech, because she's in a wheelchair, like a hover wheelchair sure. or a wheelchair, depending on whatever sure. version you're looking through. And she's basically becomes like a super hacker tech person. So like she becomes a tech hero. Was she would she would she be prevalent in like Arkham Asylum? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's all starting to click together now. Yeah. Interesting. I just thought that that was some like really super computer. Oh, yeah, no, it that's that's Barbara Gordon post killing joke. Wow. So she remakes herself after not being able to be Batgirl anymore sure. into being Oracle. Amazing. So why couldn't we do a series of those? Yeah. You'd still need a Batman to do the Oracle side sure. of it. Unless you're going like with a new Batman or... Totally. Like Grayson becomes the new Batman and there's a Nightwing and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. You could. I mean, there's but... there's a lot to pull from there. Yeah. Man, that would be cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing okay so far. You are. <laughs> I'm liking this. Good. Because <clears throat> you might not enjoy number seven as oh. much. It's Mira. Who's Mira. Uh, Aqua Girl used to be Aqua oh. Girl, but it's it's Aquaman's wife. Right, okay. Well, I, of guy. course she's going to be on your list. Of course she is. Yes. I get it. She can basically, she is as strong, if not stronger, than Aquaman. Right. And Aquaman is essentially Superman underwater. Yeah. She can literally walk up to you and leech all of the water out of your body. She controls water, which is why her with Aquaman makes so much sense. Dang. I don't want to explain her backstory and all that because it's fine. not really important I, to this conversation. I have read something. You gave you let me read something. There was some sort of like Aquaman. Aqua yeah, I brought Girl. you the new 52 Aquaman. Yeah. Because they don't call her Aqua because Aqua Girl is kind of why. Sure. It's Mira. Yes. That's, that's his wife, Mira. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Man, can you imagine like you think about Magneto and his ability to control metal. Yeah, like in the the movie you're thinking of where they jab him full of metal into yeah. his bloodstream and then he draws it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Imagine as you're 70% water, this woman is able to literally walk up to you and dehydrate you to death. That would be an awful way to go. Yeah. It's actually in that book that I showed you. Is it? It's in the second part. Yeah. Man, that is a hell of a super... I've never considered that as a superpower. Controlling water, Yeah. right? Incidentally, complete tangent, did you see our friend Tim Ford posted something for a Disney Pixar movie about a girl who can control water? Yeah, it's the the Polynesian one. Yeah, yeah. it looks adorable. Yeah, it does. I'm really pumped for that movie, having seen like the 30 second teaser. That was just my computer telling us that Java is ready to be installed. It just agrees that it really wants to see that Pixar movie too. Manoa? Yes. Moana? Moana. Moana. I think it's Moana, yeah. yeah. It looks really cute. It does. Um. Anyway, yeah, like... The ability to control water? Yeah. Like, just thinking to the floods that happened in Calgary, just be like, you get Mira there, and I mean, this is... But if you have a villain who, like, releases a dam or something, say, you know, the, the Hoover Dam, what is that above? Colorado River? Is well, it? it's, it's holding the Colorado yeah, River. Yeah, but, like, what would... Is there a, a village or a city near there that would get... If the, the Hoover Dam... Reno or Vegas That's kind of what like I was that? wondering. Like, it's, it's in Nevada Vegas? somewhere, yeah. Yeah. So, but, like, I don't know if it flows towards... Regardless, you're at some dam that, you know, the, that the supervillain is threatening to blow up. Yep. And then she's there and, like, can reroute the water or stop it or whatever. Like, that is a hell of a power. Yep. 
Interesting. And so, I, like, I don't know if she needs her own movie. Right. Necessarily. But at the same time, we're doing a list of favorite female superheroes. She's sure. definitely on that list for me. Cool. Because she's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. it sounds like it. <laughs> Number six, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel slash Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I'm not at the Kamala Khan stuff yet mm-hmm. in my reading. Which is the new Miss Marvel? Okay. Where the Miss Marvel that I know now is now Captain Marvel? Okay. Different sets of powers, essentially. Okay. Um, is she the one who? Does she have something to do with Captain America? No. Okay. Then I'm thinking of somebody completely different. Go on. I don't. I'm trying to think of who you're. Who's the? I thought Agent Carter. That's yeah. She's not really a superhero. She's oh. actually like an agent. Oh, okay. That's why but does she have something to do with Captain America? Yeah, they were together in the war. Okay, okay. that's why I was confused. Because I just... Captain Marvel sounds totally like somebody who would be with Captain America. Go on. Who is Captain Marvel, Sean? <laughs> um, oh, I'm getting so many pretzels this week. But, and that, but that's exactly why we were like, hey... We're going to do it this way because yeah. Sean can talk about this sort of stuff, right? Yeah. It's Carol Danvers. She's a USAF pilot. Okay. So basically what she can do is she can fly. Okay. Uh, she's, like most superheroes should be able to. Well, not actually. It's less than you would think, I think. I don't think any of the ones I've talked about so far can fly. No, which is weird. So It just seems like a natural superhero power is the ability to fly, but then you... Anyway, she can yeah. fly. Uh, enhanced she can fly. strength. She can fly. Okay. A durability. And she absorbs and can send out concussive energy bursts from her hands. No way. And it's like a cosmic thing. Okay. Those are her main powers. Cool. And so, and also because she's military, she's a leader. Mm-hmm. She's good at hand-to-hand combat. All of that sort of stuff. Great. When you say absorb and release, like, can she release them without absorbing them? Or is it like... There's a concussion. Can- I believe there's like a natural source there always, but okay. like if somebody's attacking her with energy, she gets stronger. Right. Like somebody's okay. blasting her with a beam, she'll get stronger and like be able to hit harder and fly faster and do all that sort of stuff. Cool. Yeah. She's like a kinetic. It's a kinetic power. Awesome. Uh, and they are already talking. This is going to happen. They are going to do a Captain Marvel movie. It will okay. be for some reason and. Higher on my list, I'll talk about Marvel heroes, but for whatever reason, this is the Marvel hero that they're going to do first for, a like, a film. Oh, okay. Like, for females? Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, because yeah. all of the other ones exist. Sure. That <laughs> logic is sound. Yeah. Um, cool. That... She's a great character. Yeah. And like I said, I haven't gotten to Kamala Khan yet, because she's the new Miss Marvel, now that Carol Danvers is Captain Marvel, because Captain Marvel used to be a guy, then the power passed to her to Carol. Oh, interesting. So then she's Captain Marvel, so there needed to be a new Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. and that's Kamala Khan. Okay. So. Uh, it's remarkable just how expansive this universe is. Yeah. And, like, one storyline ends, it's like, well, we're gonna just switch to this one. Same superpowers, just a different person. Well, like, and you heard that the new Iron Man is going to be a 15-year-old black girl? What? Yeah, Tony's going to retire, and, like, a, a super genius MIT African-American woman, and she's, like, 15, is going to be the next Iron Man. Amazing! In the books. Cool! So, yeah. Good for like, them! They're trying stuff. I like and that. I dig that, yeah. So, yeah, there's there's talk of a Captain Marvel movie. Like, it's going to happen. They're saying she'll probably be in Infinity Wars. 
Okay. Um, which is one of the big showpiece ones, and then have her own movie as well. There's some talk about Brie Larson, which would be awesome. Yep. Yeah, so, that'd be very cool. So Captain Marvel. Okay. Not Agent Carter. Go on. Right. Yeah. Number five. It's a good thing that we're doing it this way, or else this would be the only thing we talk about as we're at half an hour. Oh. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's easy to talk about, because I can... This is one where I can talk a lot. Totally. And then you can add to things. Yeah. Harley's next. Love Harley You're Quinn. You're welcome. <laughs> Has to be. Yeah. She would be higher if there was more of a definitive she's a superhero. Sure. Probably. Maybe a little higher, but number five is still pretty good. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, she she is with the Joker. She has that distinctive or that... that She's a villain. She has been painted with that brush that she is a villain. So despite the fact that she's on the Suicide Squad... Which they're bad guys being forced to be heroes. Exactly. But there are books now where, like, her, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman, maybe, are, like, teaming up as, like, a hero team. Like, okay. an anti-hero, but hero team. Sure. Like, they're not going to be on the same team as Batman, but they're not necessarily... They're working together to do stuff. Cool. So, like, they're... She's in that gray area, and I love Harley Quinn. So, yeah. it was just like, yeah, here. Yeah. Well, and, her, and Margot Robbie, like, she's so very different than the way she's portrayed, like, with, like, the the, the Harlequin type, like, the, the, the comedia get up and the mask yeah. and everything like that. Like, she's such a different Harley Quinn. Yeah. Well, they're very going, because DC is going more realistic. Yeah. They kind of have to. Which makes sense. I mean, you have everybody else in, like, you have... Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith's character. Something Deadshot? Sh- oh, I was going to say Deadshot, too. <laughs> oh, damn it. I was like, something shot or something, dead something. And I was like, okay, so it is Deadshot. Yeah. Uh, like, he's just a dude wearing, you know, like, they're all wearing standard clothes. So why would Harley Quinn be, be a wearing, Har- like, like in his- a Harlequin exactly. costume? Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. So I like the way that they've taken her. Yeah. And plus it helps the menacing. Like, she's just so, like, unstable. Yeah. And so I appreciate that. Now, I don't... Do you think an individual Harley Quinn movie would work? Or does she need balance with other characters? I feel like she kind of does. I mean, it'd be interesting to see a movie... Well, I guess we have the Suicide Squad, but, like, with just her and the Joker. Maybe against yeah. somebody. Like, if if once the Suicide Squad is done, like, somehow they bring Batman into... Like, that could be kind of interesting. Or what if they did the one... And I, I can't remember if it's Catwoman or not. But sure. what if they do the one where it is Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Catwoman... Sure. ...working together, Because then stuff. you have these different personalities, and they, you know... They, they can kind of balance each other out. I feel like because she is so unstable... You having need her... something. Exactly. But I love the idea of... I love that idea of that trio. I think that'd be really fun to watch. Yeah. So yeah, my number five, because they were working our way up. Yep. Harley Quinn. Okay. Number four is She-Hulk. I'm pretty sure... Is it just like a, another Bruce Banner who just gets angry and cousin cousin okay who also has gamma radiation so she gets big okay but she's the superhero lawyer so when there's a court case involving people with superpowers jennifer walters aka she hulk is usually taking care of that either as she hulk or as jennifer walters come on yeah that's so fun yeah and you could totally do a movie about that oh for sure Oh, man. The amount of trouble and the amount of chaos that has happened in the Marvel Universe? Yeah. Of course you could do something like that. Yeah. Tony Stark totally needs a lawyer. Yes. 
Um, so how in check is her power? Depending on the time, but it's not a... It's not like Bruce Banner flying off the handle. Right. Hers is much more... In the stuff that I've read, it's much more, she can just do it. Oh, okay. And so she's big, and then she's small. Right, or okay. Or she usually stays big, just because. Okay. Much better courtroom tactic. Yeah. Nobody wants to get... Wants to object when She-Hulk makes when a point. She-Hulk. Yeah, that makes yes. sense. Or but she... it's also because she's not happy with Jennifer Walters, because she's unhappy with who she... Like, herself. She's not confident, but She-Hulk is She-Hulk. Oh, so you're, you're playing off of that idea. Also, it's courtroom stuff. Yeah. There's so... Like, there's so many different channels that, and, like, different layers that can happen or like there. a Netflix series. Totally. I would watch that as a Netflix Absolutely. series. Absolutely. That'd be really fun. Yeah. It'd be harder... Like, they'd need the budget. Because if you cheap out on Hulk, you get Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> it's just like, oh. But nothing yeah. against the old Hulk show. It was fun. It's just now you kind of need to... When you're going up against Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Daredevil and yeah. Jessica Jones, you need to be grounded in doing it, right? Absolutely, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. That sounds fun. I would totally watch something with her. And it is funny. Like, the stuff that I've read, it's funny, and it's just kind of like she's trying to figure out sure. how to live as both. Yeah. And she gets kicked out of the Avengers mansion because she keeps bringing guys home for one-night stands. And it's just like, there's all of this stuff in it that's just like... Amazing. Because she's trying to find herself, low self-esteem. Well, was, what's and her like, name? Jennifer Walters. Jennifer Walters. I was going to say Jessica Walters. Well, no, it's Jessica Jones. Okay, yeah. so Jennifer Walters. Yeah, like, based on what you're saying, no wonder she's bringing guys home is because she's trying to find satisfaction some way. Yeah. Because she doesn't like herself, and that's... I'm right, but gonna... everybody likes She-Hulk. Amazing. That sounds so fun. Right? Yeah, I'd totally watch that. Uh, number three, Black Widow. The fact that Black Widow is not the first female superhero to get a Marvel movie is ridiculous to me. That's who Scarlett Johansson plays? Yes. Yeah, that does seem strange. Yeah. Like, you have Hulk and Iron Man and Captain America. Thor. And Thor. Like, you have all these origin stories of the Avengers... Like, I guess there's no Hawkeye, sure. But there's, there's great stories in Hawkeye, too. But, yeah. like, Natasha Romanoff's story is ridiculously good. Well, and and she's been around since the beginning. Like, Hawkeye, he wasn't in the original Avengers, was he? He was? Depending on which one, blah, 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 Okay, blah, fine. Blah. Anyway, but, like... Because, like, Ant-Man is, but then... Right. So... So they all... That is kind of absurd. Yeah. And everybody it's, loves Scarlett Johansson. And it's a great backstory, because it's her being programmed as an assassin by the Soviets. Okay, that's and, what I thought. Yeah. Through, like, a ballet school, basically. But, like, that's... She remembers parts, but not other parts, so she's trying to find her backstory and all of that. Like, it's just... How would that not make a good movie? I don't know. I really... I mean, we're not ending the podcast here, but, like, that seems like... That seems like such a natural origin story to make. Yeah, especially because she's in, what, more Marvel movies than anybody else? Seriously. Because she's even in the Captain America stuff sometimes. And, like, yeah. It's absurd. I mean, good for for them for making Captain Marvel and good for Brie Larson. That would be a great story if if she ends up taking it. Sure. But, like, you have a built-in one there. Yeah. That's, that's... Maybe That's just missed strange. the boat, not realizing that people really like Black Widow, sure. so they needed to do it when they were doing all the, like, here's Iron Man, here's Captain America. Right. That sort of stuff, but the books are great. Yeah. It's a great character. It's yeah. a fun character to explore. It's dark. You could do spy thrillers that yeah. way. Yeah. 
there's one well, going back to last week's podcast about like the Cold War and just how like such a crazy time that was. Yeah, we can like Cold War stories are compelling, and if yeah. you have somebody who was trained as a Cold War killer but like defects, and, man, like that's that's the story. Yeah, basically just told me what Black Widow is. <laughs> like, I would hundred percent watch that. Damn yeah. it, Marvel. Dear Marvel. <laughs> I know you're making billions of dollars. <laughs> However. I think you should do this. Sign Dave, a guy who never reads comics. <laughs> and hasn't seen all the Marvel movies yet. Also that. <sighs> I'm doing great. Wonder Woman's too. Naturally. I love Wonder Woman. Yeah. I always, like, yeah. She's my second favorite, probably, DC character. Behind... Aquaman. Oh yeah, right. I forgot. I keep forgetting he's. I, yeah, right. Of course. <clears throat> uh, I know me. I'm an Aquaman yeah, fan. But she's great. Like it's Aquaman, Wonder Woman, then probably Batman. Yeah. I love Wonder Woman. The Linda Carter series, awesome. The song, awesome. <laughs> A lariat that tell that makes you tell the truth. And an invisible plane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, every time I think about Wonder Woman's invisible plane, all I can think about is the Family Guy bit where she's flying the invisible. It's it's yeah. so good. But, like, and the movie's coming. The movie's yeah. coming next year. We've, we talked about the our first trailer reactions to that one. It's, I mean, it was a teaser, but it looks yeah. so good. It's period, because she can also, because she is essentially long-lived, not immortal, but yeah. she lives a very long time. She's Amazonian, right? Or, yes. like, yeah, okay. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. From Thermoskaya. I won't ask you to remember that. But, yeah. Okay. But, like, she's awesome. Super strong. Yeah. Best fighter in the DC universe. Actually. And it's not close. Really? Yeah. Like, best, like, combat-wise, oh, there's yeah, yeah, nobody yeah, yeah. better than Wonder Woman. Amazing. Like, and she's so iconic. Yeah. Everybody knows who Wonder Woman is. Yep. Even if you don't read comic books, and I'm pointing to myself here. Yes, he is. I can vouch for him here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, she's she's Wonder Woman. Yeah. I'm really excited for next year. I yeah. hope it's as good as it looks. Uh, yeah. It, from that first little bit that we saw, it it just feels like it has to be. Yeah. And comic books, po- comic book movies are getting to that point where they are, they know what the formula, what formula works. Right. And so it seems to be that they're starting to really hone that in, but I really hope it's as good as it looks. I, yeah. Yeah. So my favorite female superhero... And a superhero who I would love to see get their own movie is Storm. Oh, sure. I love Storm. I've always loved Storm. Storm has been... Before I started reading comics, before I knew anything about it, I would watch X-Men because I liked Storm. Is that right? Yeah. Would you want her played by Halle Berry or somebody new? Um, Or like, are you thinking like an origin, like a Wolverine origin story where it's somebody else playing... I guess it was still... That was still Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, but like... But they've already passed Storm on to... Oh, Zoe Kravitz? Okay. Lenny Kravitz's daughter? Oh, okay. That makes much more sense. In the Age of Apocalypse, there's a new Storm in it. Oh, okay. But yeah, like, do an origin story. Do, because she is like an African queen, Mm -hmm. do something with that. But it's a superhero who controls the weather. When I play games, RPGs, video, table, whatever, yeah. if I can be a mage that controls weather, I do that. Is that right? Always. I love it. It's my. It's one of my favorite, if not my favorite, superhero like power set. What is, yeah, I mean, like, again, it's like when we were talking about 
Mira? Yes. Yes. And being able to control water. Like, could you imagine having the ability to control weather? Oh my yeah. god. That w- I would play so many more rounds of golf because it didn't get rained <laughs> out. Just your hole? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's really nice here. Huh. A bit of a tailwind today. <laughs> ah. But, like... The, the the ramifications that that could have. And the Lightning things, and wind. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And snow. Well, and like, look at what Storm in the movies was capable of doing. Yeah, before they really had the full-out budget to let Storm be Storm. Yeah. Oh, man. it I When I was looking at the list, I figured that she was going to be on my list. Like, oh, had, yeah. if I was to write one, she easily would have made that list, too. She's terrific. I love Storm. And an origin story would would be... Amazing. A story with her in Africa? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would watch that for sure. I love that movie. Yeah. I mean, I say I would watch... I've seen that about a lot of these, but as I haven't seen all the Avengers movies yet... But that's a little different, because it's like, well, you should probably see this movie, this movie, you should see Captain America Civil War before you see the next, and then blah, 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 blah. Whereas with this, it's like, here's a movie about Storm. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Here's Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman doing stuff. Like, yeah. those are different than the full universe movies. Sure. Like, Anna Kendrick does Squirrel Girl. Oh, yeah. Easy. Right? Yeah. So, so yeah. Is there any heroes that you know, like, uh, that I didn't have in my top ten or honorable mentions? Like, do you, like, Rogue? Eh. We mentioned Jean Grey. I like Jean Phoenix Grey, but it's, she seems to, like, I feel like she needs to be, again, with all the X-Men. Like, she's just so powerful. Yeah. That I feel like a Jean Grey movie would be kind of dull, to be perfectly honest. And That's I fair. love Jean Grey. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know if a, a movie with just her would be good enough. But also, we are also talking about favorites, right? Sure. Yeah, I do. Oh, then, yes. I do so, love Jean Grey. Uh, there's Shadowcat. Don't know who that is. Uh, played by Ellen Page in Days of Future Past. Oh, the, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Invisible Woman from the Fantastic Four. Yeah. I, the problem is Seuss never had their movies always suck. That's the problem, and that's my only exposure to the Fantastic Four is through their movies. I'm like, those are terrible movies, yeah. so I don't care enough. Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. uh, one of Magneto's children. Oh, interesting. So does she have the ability to control metal as well? No, she's much more powerful. Oh, <laughs> like very powerful. Have you seen Age of Ultron yet? No. Okay, she's in that. Oh, so okay. you'll, that'll be, I guess, your first exposure okay. to Scarlet gotcha. Witch, probably. Rescue? Huh? Uh, when Pepper Potts gets Iron Man armor. Oh, cool. She goes by Rescue. Okay. I do like Pepper Potts. Yeah. I'm not a big Gwyneth Paltrow fan, but I like her portrayal of Pepper Potts. Sure. I think that her, her and Tony's relationship is really nice. Yeah. And in Iron Man 3? There's a hint because she starts getting that weird yeah. Killian power, but there's a hint when it wraps her in the armor. Yeah. That armor is the off-color. The off-color is rescue. Okay. So that's a little throw to people who know that. Okay, because I, like, I have seen that. I'm like, that... Yeah. That would be when cool. When she's encased in that armor, that's rescue armor. Cool. <laughs> okay. I could get behind that. There's a little Easter egg for you you didn't know was there. <clears throat> uh, Psylocke? That's a deeper X-Men pull. 
in Age of Apocalypse in all the trailers, that was what Olivia Munn was playing in the purple. Oh, yeah, I would never get that one. Psychic power, but psychic power that allows her to put, like, energy blades, like, energy swords and stuff. Cool. It's a very, like, it's a good story. You'd have to probably read it to get there. Uh, I'm just gonna bypass Raven, because you don't know who that is. Uh, (laughs) Dave's nodding, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Let's just keep going. Uh, how well do you know Thor? Keep going. How about Mystique? We'll yeah! <laughs> we'll, we'll end with Mystique. Perfect. I love Mystique. I think, I mean... There are books where she is, in the same sort of sense that Harley Quinn is a hero, is a hero. And I could kind of, like, you can even see that in the, it, in some of the X-Men movies, like, because... They've shifted it a little bit because they changed the past, so they sh- kind of shift Mystique into being not a pure bad guy. Because she's played by J-Law now, and, like, there's something... Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I can, you can kind of see that. Yeah. And I mean, in the, in the crappy third one, she loses her mutanticity because. Yep. (laughs) She loses her powers because uh, Magneto shoots, like, she gets shot with the dart and like. Yeah. Yeah, so like. And it suppresses them. So then she kind of goes to the good side because she got screwed over by Magneto. Exactly. So I could kind of see how that could happen. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's something, Mystique is such a great character, like a shapeshifter is such a, and she, I mean, that is her, that is her ability. She doesn't have the ability to like stop bullets or anything. So she's a shapeshifter, but she can fight like the Dickens. Yep. Like she's got some crazy fight moves. And Rogue's mom. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Man, I need to read like a hundred years worth of comics, apparently. Only like 40. Oh, and I'm fine. <laughs> Actually, you'd probably be fine if you started in 2000. <laughs> you know, because you're going to do that, too. Totally, yeah. yeah. Anything else you want to say? I'm good with that. I'm good. Cool. So there's my favorite female superheroes. Great. And there's Dave's thoughts on them. Perfect. <laughs> Our second question is brought to you by the fine people at Rocky's Goonatorium. Speaking of people that might fight some superheroes... Hired goons. You know, Dave, there are a variety of situations where a Facebook notification or email just won't do. Nothing has the same appeal, personal touch, nor the same memorability as hired goons. Hired goons? Rocky's Goonatorium has been operating since 1928 and has provided quality and effective service that only strong lineage goons can provide. Rocky's Goonatorium. Gooning for you has been great since Calvin Coolidge was stumping at your gate. <laughs> and we're back. Our second question comes to us via at Sean Cord. James wants us to talk about the upcoming Olympics. Yeah, the opening ceremonies are a week today, if yeah. you're listening to this the day that the podcast comes mm-hmm. out. August 5th? Yeah. That's Scout's birthday. Hey! All right. <laughs> and Suicide Squad comes out that day? And Suicide Squad comes out that day. Man. Which is why this is such a timely podcast for both these topics. Yep. So that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's the Olympics. You and I both are unabashedly in love with the Olympics. Yeah. But. But it's summer. I know. For, for one, it's summer. Summer's not winter. The Winter Olympics are my jam, but. Yeah, because, I mean, I like watching the Summer Olympics. Sure. I love the athletics. I love... Track. Track and field, like all yeah. the fielding events. I love that. all of that. You very rarely get to actually see the field events. Like, I know. they never show hammer throw. It's I like, know! I'd like to see that. Yeah. Come on, jerks. Um, But the, the Winter Olympics, I watch everything. Yeah. I will watch figure skating during the Winter Olympics because mm. I want to watch... 
I won't watch a full set, but if it's like, oh, it's biathlon on that te- on that channel, or oh, there's the ice dance. I'll watch the ice dance for a while. Ice dancing's different than figure skating. Sure, I will watch ice dancing. Figure skating, because figure skating is, here's the elements we have to do when we strung them together. Ice dance is, hey, we're going to do, like, a tango on skates. Which is so fun. But I will still, like, literally, during the... Well, I, I don't know so much about Sochi because of the time difference. But Vancouver, when Patrick Chan's skating, yeah. when... Oh... I can't remember. Yeah. But when I watched when the a little bit skating. of every event during the Winter Olympics in sure. 2010. Summer Olympics... Not so much. It's like, oh man, the yachting's on. Okay. I think it's a cool thing, and I think it'd be really neat to go to the Olympics for yachting. Yeah, but to watch the yachting events is really, really unfortunate. Yeah, it's just watching people on basically catamarans maneuvering around big orange balls on the... like on a, In this case, disgusting, disgusting bay. Well, like, and this is the thing. Like... There's been so much talk about the Olympics this year. And there's been, like, recently a story came out about the Russian team doping and and how basically, like, Dick Pound from the Canadian IOC, I think it's Canadian, right? Is he our... He was was the head of WADA, which is the World Anti-Doping Agency. Right. But he was also Canadian IOC. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's basically said that he thinks that the IOC should suspend... Or should ban the the Soviet or the Russians, not the Soviets. Ooh, that's why it's not going to happen because he accidentally said Soviets, yeah. and then they're like, "Ooh, now we, <laughs> we can't, can't do that." But I and there's just so much controversy surrounding these Olympics. Well, when Rio got the Olympics, yeah. that was still the heart of brick. When everyone was like, "Yeah." The brick economies—they're booming. This is the next wave of epi- like of the great economic countries. You remember brick? No. Brazil, Russia, India, China. Oh, okay. Those were the next big four power economies. Right. Brazil's not a power economy now. No, at all. We definitely saw that during the World Cup. Yeah, and that's the sport that Brazil loves. Yeah. Now it's a whole bunch of sports with even more people paying attention. Yeah. And isn't Rousseff under, like, corruption, indictment, and all of that, the president of yeah. Brazil? Like, it's just, it's it's tumultuous down there. So you've got that. A bunch of the, like, the, the venues aren't really done. No. But they're kind of done. As of now, they're, they better be. Yeah. <laughs> or it's going to be like Sochi again, where it's like, hey, there's a pile of lumber and we can't get through that door. Yeah. But then you have, like, the open water events. People are literally swimming in sewage. Yeah. Like... Not to mention the Zika virus, which we haven't brought up yet. (laughs) Because there's a bunch of people, golfers especially, because golf is back in the Olympics for the first time since 1902 or something. I thought it was the 20s, but yeah. It's been a long time. Time. Nearly a decade. Century? Yep, that's what I meant. Okay, good. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> it's hot. It is so hot. <laughs> We're podcasting on the seventh floor of Sean's apartment in July. Yeah. In it, full sun. In full sun. You can hear the fan, I'm sure. It's yeah. that's what that clicking is. It's it's hot. It's hot. We can't have the windows open because of traffic and We've been through this before. Yes. Anyway, century. It's been nearly a century or over a century depending on when it actually when they actually had golf in there for the last time. Yeah, so I I seem to remember it was the 20s. Okay. But... 
notwithstanding. Yeah. A long friggin' time ago. And a whole bunch of the best golfers in the world are just saying no. Yeah. Also, why do they care? They're professional golfers. The Summer Olympics means nothing. Oh, we gotta grow the game. Is the Olympics gonna grow golf? No, you know what's gonna grow golf? Is that British Open shootout between... Uh, Phil Mickelson and Henrik Stenson. Yeah. That's going to grow the game. That was some of the best golf I've seen in a long time. Exactly. And that that was just one of their major tournaments. If you have golf like that, and now I we're totally getting sidetracked for a minute, but I understand why Tiger Woods was so good for the game because he was so dominant. Yeah. But you know what? After a while, I got sick of Tiger winning all the time. Yeah. Now you have, like, we've had different major, like Jordan Spieth won 2 of 4 last year. Right. And... That was the most dominant performance of, by a golfer in recent memory because there's been, you know, every year there's somebody new who wins a different major. Yep. So I love that, and so I love that Henrik Stenson won a couple weeks ago. I think that was phenomenal. Yeah. That was what was needed. And so to me that's making golf more accessible is there's so many different people who are who are competing every week. Yeah. No, like, I'm, I'm still looking forward to seeing a golf course in Brazil. Me That's too. That's kind of neat. And I know, like, Brooke Henderson yeah, has been playing Yeah, our 18-year-old really Canadian good. phenom. So, and she's got a very long game, and apparently this is a very long course, okay. so it suits her. Yeah. So, like, I'm looking forward to seeing what that is like. Mm-hmm. But is it just we're playing a golf tournament in Brazil for an Olympic medal? Like, I don't see how that's going to grow the game. No. And... Is this why there's no wrestling anymore? Because shouldn't there be is wrestling? Is there no wrestling? Didn't they take wrestling out? I can't remember. I thought London was the last time they were having one of the combat sports, like judo or wrestling, was being dropped. Greco wrestling yeah. was dropped for the next Olympics. And we're all like, but that's, but that's like, like the, the Olympic sport. Exactly. You see vases Greco. of naked dudes. Greco-Roman wrestling. Yeah. The Olympics started in Greece. They wrestled all the time. I seem to. I don't remember if they put I it think, back in, but I can't remember. I feel like one of those is no longer like judo or like one of those combat sports. Now, I thought it was wrestling. There are a lot of them. Yeah, but it's just like really, I'm golf instead of. Well, I know it's not an either or situation. Sure. It's not like we could either build a golf course or a wrestling stadium. Yeah, but but it just it doesn't make sense to to not have that one. Remember when they were talking about bringing bridge to the Summer I Olympics? I do remember that. It's like really. Bridge. Like, I understand that golf is a game, quote-unquote. Yeah. And, like... You have to be an athlete to be good at golf. You absolutely have to be an athlete to be good at golf. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you look at John Daly when, you know, he won the U.S. Open years ago. I was thinking, ago. like, Craig Stadler and... Sure. Yeah. But, like, all these guys who are not necessarily in the best shape... No. They could still... But, like, you look at... There's one point where, in during the, the final round of the British Open... Henrik Stenson had, like, a long sleeve under his golf shirt, and he took off his long sleeve, and, like, the guy's ripped. Yeah. Like, these guys are in phenomenal shape. That's also why they shoot better. Absolutely. And the courses keep getting harder because they're shooting better because they're in good shape. And the technology is helping, like, that new clubs help. and everything. Yeah, but for sure. they are getting in better shape. And so you have to be an athlete. You don't... You can sit and play bridge with a beer in your hand. Yeah. Now, granted, you can do that for golf, too, but, like, the world's best golfers aren't walking around the course with a beer in their hand. The world's best bridge players could theoretically be drunks. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter. Bridge is not an Olympic sport. Golf, I don't know if it is or not. It's at least, it's more of a sport than bridge. Sure. So that's I just don't know if it has a place in the Olympics. It just, I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what the format is for golf? Is it like a four-round 
I'm assuming it's a four-round. Kind of like what just a, a standard PGA tournament would be? I guess. Well, what else would you do? I don't know. That's like... like it's just... You play one round? That's That doesn't make that any doesn't sense. Work. You go all the way down to Brazil to play one round, and it's just the lowest score wins? That doesn't make any sense. You're just getting used to the golf course. Like, it, it has to be... Like, four. I'm assuming it's just going to be a like a four round tournament, and maybe you have cuts at the end of the at the second round, and like you do in a standard golf tournament. Yeah, that would make sense. I haven't really looked into it because, frankly, I don't care that golf's at the Olympics. This is when I get to watch everything else. Exactly. The first half is when I watch swimming and diving, and yeah. we're, we look good in diving again. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, the Fab Four from Quebec, awesome. And then the second half is when I watch track. Is it? I know that they're all. On opposite, I thought the track happened with diving because that then the I don't know it doesn't really matter. Well, it's different pools, but right, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, but is it, is might it, be, but is it like swimming yeah. is first? So I'll watch is swimming, all the swimming first. Event. It usually is. I, I don't know. I if can never doing remember it again. if swimming is first or second. Well, it's before track. Track is okay. usually the second week. Yeah, because like that's the marquee event in the hundred meters and all that sort of stuff is always second week. Yeah. So. Yeah, the swimming swimming is usually the first couple days. Like the first yeah. day, you turn on the Olympics. It's like, oh, they're going to be meddling today in the four hundred meter meter IM, and you're Which like, oh, okay, crazy. great, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I heard that Michael Phelps is coming back. He is. Yep, that'll be interesting because he didn't. Did he swim last in the last Olympics? London. Oh yeah, he did. Hey. Eh? Oh yeah. Okay. That's where he set the record for most medals. Right. Yeah. So right. he's back again. Man, what a dominant performer! If he can keep doing it, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I have nothing against it. And I mean, he's just so good. And if he can, if he can contend, why the hell not? Yeah. I get it. I love watching the swimming. I just, uh, I don't swimming. I think that's just it. Oh, it's yeah. Because I swam. So it's. And I like water, mm. but like, I like, I like swimming, but I like swimming like when I went to Hawaii a year ago and I would just go in the water and just muck around in the water. Oh, so you'd go into the bay for the long distance stuff. Sure. Yeah, the that weird bay where they keep having all that garbage and like medical waste wash up. Man, mm, can't wait to watch the triathlon. Seriously, like what? A... I have a friend who's a triathlete, like a pro triathlete, and yeah. she was talking about it. And it's just like I know tons of people who aren't who are considering not going to their Olympics, what they have trained for for four years. Because it looks like they are going to get violently ill in the swimming section. I'm just like, that's and you awful. Have, like, you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? I mean... Yeah, that's a tough call. It is. You put everything towards this, this, the, these two weeks. Yeah. Everything that you've worked for in your entire, like... For some of these people, since they were eight years old, you know, they yeah. find the sport that they want to do. Well, the, like most, probably, like the divers. Yeah. Thankfully, they're in a pool. Sure. But like these... these, The triathletes are working, probably... They probably I, had parents who were triathletes, and it's like, I'm going to try one and... When they're 13, 14, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like, I, when I was 13 years old, I never thought, you know what I'd like to do is go to the Olympics and triathlon, but I also didn't do a triathlon until I was in high school. Right. And by that time, I was like, I hate swimming. In the oh. sense that I, like, I'm not good at it. Ah, uh, fair enough. I, I, I can swim for exercise and I enjoy it. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not fast. Like People that can't see you or who have never really met you, you're not built like a swimmer. No. I'm built like a swimmer. Sure. You're taller and you're a little bit broader and you can cut through the water and easier. And I'm shoulders and legs. Yeah. I'm all, like... I'm built for sprinting because, like, yeah. most... Usain like, Bolt is 
an exception, but like Maurice Green is my size. He's my height. Yep. I mean, he's more more of a triangle. Yeah, and, and he's more, but he also worked towards that. Whereas yeah. I drink a lot of beer, but like <laughs> the sport that I would be perfect for at the Summer Olympics is wrestling. Yeah. And I wrestled in high school. I have a wrestler's build. I'm yep. st- I'm short. I'm stocky. I'm like good center of gravity. Yeah. Yep. Like wrestling is what I would be built for. Yeah. And so if it's not in the Olympics, I'm going to be very disappointed because I love watching the wrestling because I used to wrestle. You're also built like a fencer. Sure. You could do archery. I do like archery. Sharp shooting. Like yeah. all yeah, like it's and there you go. Like there's archery which is kind of cool, but there's like skeet shooting. Yeah. Which is kind of awesome because I've done skeet shooting. Mario and Sonic at the uh, Olympics. Yep. Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. <laughs> do you still have that? I still do. Uh, we totally need to play that soon. Maybe during the Olympics. Hey. I think during the Olympics, like, because it's going to be... The nice thing about the Olympics being in Brazil is that it's roughly in the same time zone. Yeah. Same as when it was the World Cup two years oh, ago. Oh, was a great World Cup. Because all the things are happening on our time zone, whereas, like, or... I, an hour before, an hour after. Ish. I can't it, right around there. Whereas when the Olympics were in Sochi, it's like the bars were open at three in the morning so that people could get up and go to the bar and drink to watch the gold medal game. Yeah, I remember. I fell asleep. I woke up when Crosby. I can't remember. So whoever scored the first goal, right. I woke up a couple minutes before. I was like, oh yeah, I was watching the. Oh yay! And then I was like, right back asleep. I struck a show the night before. And I think I was out of the theater at, like, 2, went home, got about 45 minutes of sleep, got up, went to the bar, watched the game, and then had to work that day. So I went Oof. to work and, like, slept for an hour and a half on the couch in the green room and got up. It was I was a zombie. Ugh. But... Well, it's like the next Olympics are in Tokyo, which is going to be an amazing Olympiad, which, fingers crossed that hopefully there'd be a... Maybe the guys from .com is big enough we can get some credentials and go to the Olympics. God, that would be amazing. But, like, that'll be amazing, but the time difference on that is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. It's on the other side of the world. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, so it'll be 6 in the morning when anything is happening. Cause yep. that'll be kind of prime time in Japan. Next winter's in Korea. Yeah. So, so it's like, just like, oh. So we have to kind of take full advantage of the Olympics in Brazil. So I'm looking forward to that. But, uh, I don't know. There's some things. I'm, I don't know. It's going to be... I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. These events, like, events like this tend to kind of work themselves out, but... Everybody's worried about it. Everybody... 2004 in Athens. Everybody's worried about it. Now, was it a little sketchy? Yes. Sure. But it goes off. Yeah. So, I'm not... I'm sure it will be fine. There's some... Like, the swimming and... Or not the... Like, the the open water stuff. That is... That's the thing I'm most... And we're good at that. Rowing? Yes. I know. And I would like to see Adam Vancouver didn't actually do well. Yeah. Like, he's kind of like the Simon Whitfield of Canadian, of, of rowers. Like, he, he was always so good and just, I think he's won a couple medals, but yeah. like... Didn't Simon win? Wasn't he Oh, no, sorry, medals? I was, I was yeah, Simon, uh, Simon Whitfield, I was thinking, um, uh, Jeremy Watherspoon. The, oh, the, yeah, the speed from skater. Red Deer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like... So good. Had so Dominates like, great world, world cups and world championships and against the Olympics. And, um, who was our hurdler? Uh, Perdita Felicien. Yeah. Same thing. Like, I remember, oh, that would have been eight years ago, 12 years ago. However, whatever Olympics it was, 12 years ago, I would say. It wasn't Sydney in 2000, was it? It might have been. might have been so Sydney. So 16 years ago? Sydney or Athens. One of the two. Anyway, I remember, 
I remember, yeah, it was one of those two because um, I was working at the furniture store in the summer, and I, 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 so that'd be Athens, probably. Were you working at the furniture store in two thousand? Yeah. Okay. No. No, so that, it would have been Athens. That, that's yeah. what I mean, right? Because no, I was 2000- like, I worked there for seven years. I just couldn't remember. Because I'm in like grade nine, yeah, ish, nine ten. For the Sydney, it doesn't Olympics. really. It was right around Athens. there. But you were I'm watching the sure Athens Olympics, Athens. yeah. So, um, uh, I remember whenever it was, like, I rescheduled my lunch so that I could go be at home on my lunch hour to watch her gold medal run, and she hit that hurdle hit and hurdle. went down, and I was just like, yeah, it was heartbreaking. Yep. And she's ne- she never really like because there was the thought that well maybe she'll be back in four years and she just never really was the same and just nope. like that was that, that, that was is her the Olympics bitch about Canadian Olympics is there sometimes I mean Vancouver we killed it Sochi we did fine too Sochi we did fine but like there's times where we are touted to be we're gonna be so good this is gonna be our year we have these we have these great like we have a great decathlete yep. And maybe he'll do quite well. Like, he set personal best, I think, at, at last year's uh, World Track and Field Championships. Like, yeah. Well, and like I was talking before, we have a great diving team this yeah. year. Like, a diving team that is even beating the Chinese synchro team in synchro events. And that's ridiculous. That's a China event. Like, that's... Yeah. That's what China... Like, China trains these kids since they're three yeah. to be synchro divers. They're so good at it. And so we have these different events, and it's just like... I'm hoping it doesn't happen. I'm hoping all these things are wrong. But there's like a Canada curse where it's like, oh, all right, we've got these divers and then somebody's going to like belly flop or something. Like it's just... It's just, just there's a one bad dive. Yeah. Something happens. Yeah. Bad yeah. start in a sprint. Whatever. It always seems to happen. And then we're all like, ah, oh, and then winter rolls around and we win 30 medals. We're like, yay, winter. Four years ago, we won bronze in the the 4x100 yep. and had a lane violation. Yep. I, I was in a pub in Bragg Creek on my way to Lethbridge, oh. and we stopped. We're like, we're going to watch the 4x1. Because we're good again. Because we're good again. We have great runners. Andre DeGrasse. Yeah. Hopefully this year, because he's been running really well. It seems like 2020 might be his Olympics, but if he shows real well here, because he is still running against Usain Bolt. And, and that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't expect our runners to be wa- winning the gold. Like, I don't think we have... DeGrasse is close. He's close, but we have enough... And he's the only one. Whereas, like, but you put the four of them together, we have a really good relay team. Yeah. And we had a really good relay team four years ago. Yeah. And I remember I was elated. I was like, we we medaled in the in in the four by one. This is amazing. And then lane violation. Lane violation. Like he stepped like, on the line. I don't even think he stepped over it. He stepped he on the line. Yep. Ah. I know. But, uh, like, Olympic, the Canadian Olympic Committee is uh, targeting 12th overall medal total, which for summer for would summer, be that ridiculous is for us. Top 15? That is yeah, that'd be tremendous. Amazing. Yeah, what a hell of a showing that would be. Because uh, our de- de- we have one defending Olympic champion in Do trampoline. Oh, yeah. Rosie, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trampoline. Yeah. She's back, So and she's defending. Okay. So... And the, like I said, the divers are looking really good. DeGrasse. Yeah. Maybe the 4x1. I can't remember what his name is. But there's, a bo- there's always like a boxer. There's always yeah. there's always people. Like judo and like we have yeah. decent decent showing in judo and stuff Fencing. like that. Yeah. Like all these. We're not. You would think we'd be good at skeet shooting too. You, you would, would think, think so. so. You would think that we would be good at target shooting. Yeah. As a country. Not Dave and I. 
No. I'm okay at skeet shooting. There are better people in my family at skeet shooting than me. Like, if we were going to... If it was on the Smiths to go to the Olympics for skeet shooting, <laughs> it would not be Dave. Like it would the be... way we used to send hockey teams, or it's just like, I don't know, Peace River, you go. Exactly, adult. yeah. Fine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, if it was... Hey, Smiths, one of you is going to the Olympics and skeet shooting... <laughs> uh, it would not be me. No, not fair enough. Pro- my dad or my brother, probably one of those two. You have to send both. Yeah, there you go. The father-son skeet shooting tandem. Th- that would be a great story. That really you would, would see it on CBC. Elliot Friedman would talk to them. <laughs> he would talk down to them, but he would talk to them. Or Brian Williams. That would be nice. Yeah. I just remember Elliot Freeman interviewing our swimmers and all of our swimmers slowly starting to hate him to where they then refused to do interviews with Elliot Friedman because he's terrible. I like Elliot Friedman. He knows a lot of stuff As when it comes to hockey. As an insider of hockey, yeah. but interviewing athletes at the Olympics, no. And that's the problem. It's like, dude, stick to what you know. But they were like, we have this many people yeah. on our on our CBC slash Sportsnet roster. Yep. So, Elliot, you're interviewing. And, like, he doesn't... He used to do interviews, but now he's in the the main room with like Ron McLean now, not George Strombolopoulos. Never a good interviewer. No, and he's that's the thing. Never been a good interviewer. He's really good at insight, and like yeah. he's got a lot of connections. And I like listening to him, and he knows his stuff. But when he's talking to other dudes who are talking about hockey, other people who are talking about hockey, but like yeah. not as an interviewer for a rowing team or for a, a diving team, he's like awful. Yeah, awful. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, Brian Williams giving a nice expose on my brother and my dad. That'd be really nice, you know. And then, like, interviewing you being sad for being the third best skeet shooting Smith. Yeah. (laughs) And have the camera set up at our cabin where we're practicing our skeet shooting, and (laughs) it'd be great. It'd be really fun. But, yeah, no. If, and I know we have a lot of American listeners. Yeah. If you are close enough to get Canadian coverage, watch the Canadian coverage. Oh, it's so good. We don't tape delay. We'll do a primetime show, Mm -hmm. so if you missed stuff, you'll get to watch it. And we are going to show American athletes, because you're going to win a pile of medals. Totally. Because you're a a large country that cares about sports. But you know what? We don't just show American athletes. We show everybody. Sports. Yeah. We show sports. Yeah. So you don't have to rewatch. Like, maybe you do want to rewatch, because I remember, I think it was Vancouver. I was watching the the short track speed skating stuff, Mm -hmm. and they only showed the American skater who finished, like, fifth. Right. They had a camera on him. It's like, why would you do that? He lost. Yeah. And it was on tape delay. So it's like, really great showing. Here's the results. It's like, and that was the one where Charles Hamelin, like, jumped onto the... Remember when his girlfriend jumped down from the stands? Yeah. And he jumped over, and they're, like, hugging, and the place is going nuts? They tape delayed that to show the guy who finished fifth. Awesome. I get that he's not American. Fine. Yeah. But... But there's. Do you not want to? Do you want to watch a replay of the same thing? Because again, with their summer Olympics, like Atlanta. Yeah. Do you remember the Atlanta Olympics '96? I remember bit? Bailey's. That's kind of all I remember. Is like I remember Bailey winning, and I remember our four by one hundred. Carrie Strug. Yeah. Where oh, she hurt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, their yeah, tape yeah. delay the, coverage, the it's like, hey, there's other events going on, but let's replay the gymnastics thing again yeah. and again. Here's what happened four days ago. What we do is, here it is. It's amazing. They'll show replays and highlight shows. Great. Here's what's happening now. Yeah. And sometimes it's still an American. Yeah. But you're not seeing that because you're on tape delay for stuff that happened before. So if you have a chance, if you're close enough to us to get CBC, 
And who else is it? CBC Sports now. I assume so. That's they did the the winters. Yeah. So I, did, I don't think TSN has a wide enough. Well, they have TSN and CTV and like Outdoor Life. I mean, I know CBC has the Olympics. Oh, then it's going to be C- CBC. And I just I wasn't sure if it's CBC it's Sports Night be or, or if CBC was doing their full slate, where it's just mm. like here's Bold, here's the other CBC, here's right. I don't know, and they're doing like different CBC channels because they're a crown broadcaster. They could just be like, all right, ninety through a hundred channels, ninety through a hundred on your whatever package. Yeah, where channels. 1,000 to 1,020 are all CBCs, and it's all the Olympics. Right. So I'm not sure if they're doing that. But if you're close enough to watch our coverage, yeah. and you need a break from the highlights of the tape delay stuff, or want to watch it live, watch ours. Just looking at my, my TELUS thing, it's like entering the Rio 2015-2016 4K experience, and it's like CBC something, and RIO, Rio 4K, and Rio... Like, I think they're just they're gonna, adding channels. They're going to CBC it, yep. Which is great. I think CBC's coverage of the Olympics is phenomenal. Yep, I love the CBC for news and when they cover sporting events. Yeah. The thing which which we haven't talked about. Okay. And it's not a sport in general. It's Oh man, we're back to bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's about the Olympics as a whole. Right? What I've talked to people like there's one of the actors who came through through Calgary came through Lunchbox a few months ago was boycotting the Olympics because of all the politics and blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, there's corruption in the Olympics, but you know what? There's corruption in the entire world. You know why the Olympics is good? Is because you see humanity. You yep. see a marathon runner who can't finish, and you see somebody pick them up and help them across the finish line. Come back from having already finished. Come back to pick them up. Or and- like. Somebody's coming up from behind them, and instead of passing them, they pick them up and help them across the finish line because technically they got there first. It's just they ran 26 miles, yeah. 42 kilometers, and just didn't have enough to make it to the end. Right. You see stories like that every Olympics. During the Winter Olympics, there was, in in one of the, the cross-country events, one of... Uh, one of the, the cross-country skiers broke their ski, and I think it was a Canadian trainer gave them a spare ski so that they could finish the race. Yep. You see stories like this every two years at the Olympics. Yeah. And, and I love seeing that. And this is why I love the Olympics. It's because you get to see there is such crap in the world right now. The yep. world is an awful place to be. A lot of the time. And especially because in the news, all we see is crappy election coverage, ISIS coverage. You see all the things that are wrong in the world. The Olympics, you get to see people come together and just compete and be brothers to each other. And sure, there's still crappy things that happen at the Olympics. But there's amazing things that happen too. And that's one of the reasons why I love the Olympics. I feel no reason to add anything to that. Well said, sir. Thank you. You... Not you, but you, Mr. and Mrs. Internet, or Miss Internet, or Esquire. Sure. Internet Esquire, Internet BA, Internet whatever. You are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions just like we did today. Or we could just have a good old chat. Mm -hmm. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, Dave can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. I can be found at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys From Podcast. Email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Facebook us at The Guys From. Send us a raven to Castle Guys From. Yeah, someday I'll get that reference. If you enjoy the Guys From Podcast, tell your friends, tell your family, tell strangers on the bus or on the train. Or wherever, strangers in the night. I don't care. 
because you know everybody is that Sinatra. Strangers in the Night. Yeah, who sings that song? I'm not sure. It doesn't be. matter. Tell anybody. Tell Sinatra. There you go. <laughs> Only you can help our podcast grow. Also, if you throw us a rating or review on iTunes, that definitely helps as well. Yep. We are available on basically any podcast app you can find. Player FM, the Blueberry app, Podbean, whatever. There's also Stitcher, the on- the innovative, the innovative on-demand podcast app. Hey Dave, after that, is Ugh. there anything you want to plug? I mean, we we talked about the Olympics for half an hour. Try and watch an event that you might not necessarily have gotten into, like rowing, or if it's still there, wrestling. Just try watching it. See what you think. That's that's my pitch for today. Sean? Cool. On our website, theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this spectacular podcast, we also write articles on things like music, indie music every Tuesday with throwback tracks every Thursday, movies, we might be doing a little bit of Olympic stuff as the Olympics are going on after, well, next week, I suppose. We're still in the heart of doing the Top 100 Simpsons episodes. Oh, man. Where can I find all that again, Sean? Why, that's at www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, yeah. Also, head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And I suggest, if you're into comic books, why not try one of those female superheroes we were talking about before? Try one of their series. Miss Marvel, particularly, is quite good. Cool. Special thanks to the Sweets for our great opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. Also, a special thanks to anybody who has been a strong female role model for girls in, like, I don't know, Marvel movies or whatever. The I'm new thinking Ghostbusters. The new Ghostbusters. Absolutely. Anything where you are giving females a voice and letting younger girls know that they can have a voice, I think that's a tremendous thing. So thank you to. Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy and Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon for being strong role models and incredible role models for young girls. This has been episode 126 of the Guys From Podcast. There's no easy way for me to say the numbers anymore. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Taking us out this week is Long John Lev and their song Charity Quilt. If you like what you hear, you can check them out at their website, www.longjohnlev.com. Remember, if you have an original song that you would like us to feature at the end of our podcast, send us an MP3 or the link to your SoundCloud along with any information about your band that you would like us to pass along. We're big fans of the indie community and we want to lend our support. Our email address is guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week, everybody. It's too hot to do another ad. Well, I'm a living rendition of a charity quilt. Stitch from pieces of these people in these lives I built I stitch back for something for the rest But who I really am is in my best guess but Who I really am is in my best guess Oh, oh, oh you tell me who I am On both sides of a civil war Yeah, I don't really know what I'm fighting for To be better or worse, it's a definite yes But who I really am isn't my best guess Who I really am isn't my best guess Oh, 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 o
Yes. 